This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Adrian Warzanowski reports that three-time All-Star Bradley Beal will be traded to the Phoenix Suns. There was much less of an appetite around the league to take on a contract of a player who's going to be making 50, 53, $57 million in the last three years of his deal. That combined led them to Phoenix. The deal is a game changer. It's like when Kevin Garnett went to Boston. It was a wrap the minute that that trade happened. It feels very similar to that. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. I'm Michelle Smallman. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. And Ian, to open things up here, I want everyone to get a little insight into what you're dealing with on the show. If you didn't listen (laughs) earlier, Ian is on a road trip with his daughter across the country. And I'm looking at him right now. We're going to just do a little theater of the mind. I'm going to set up the vision for you. It looks like Ian Fitzsimmons is in timeout. He's sitting in a corner. It looks like he's sitting on a little stool, and it's just white walls behind him. So, Ian, give us the scouting report on what your location looks like right now. Two and a half weeks ago, my, my oldest daughter, Rowan, uh, who's a pretty good goalkeeper, we, we, we set out on uh, this select ID camp where you get invited to certain colleges to go. And, 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 and it's like football camps, right? You know, where, like, for instance, we were just at Alabama. Uh, now she was she got a tour of the facility. She wasn't at a, at a select ID camp there, but we happened to be. We started at Ole Miss, then went down to Florida for family vacation, then swung up through Tuscaloosa to see some family and friends. And she got a tour of the facility, which is state of the art. I sent you some videos, Michelle, of the stuff Alabama has. It is unbelievable. But we've been on the road for about two and a half weeks. That's why you haven't heard me on with Freddie Fitzsimmons and. You know, it's it's been daddy daughter month. It, it, it is a summer of rowing. So now I am. We are in New Orleans. She went out because her team made the regional tournament. And next is if they happen to win, it's nationals. But the tournament is in Baton Rouge. So instead of driving all the way back to Dallas, she had the idea. Why don't we go see Uncle Matt and Aunt Susan in New Orleans? So here I am coming to you live from my Uncle Matt and Aunt Susan's house in Metairie, Louisiana. And their son, Justin's room, who is now married with two kids. So he has obviously has not lived in this room in a very long time. Uh, all of the equipment is on Justin's son's coloring table. <laughs> I am sitting in Justin's son's chair, right? No TV. No, as you can see, it's right behind me here. Uh, uh, doesn't work it. anymore. It used to. It doesn't anymore. So, yeah, I am literally in a corner of my cousin's room that he has not lived in in probably a decade. So there you go. That's where the beauty of technology Mm -hmm. is. It sounds like I'm in a studio next to you. Instead, I'm in my Uncle Matt and Aunt Susan's house in their son Justin's bedroom that he has not lived in for a decade, coming to you live from his son's coloring table. And I'm amazed this chair is not given out to my fat butt yet. I mean, we might hear a crash at some point in the next hour. But that that has been my life the last two and a half, three weeks, and that's where I am talking to you right now from Justin's room, his son's table, in his son's chair, which could give out at any minute. Right there. (laughs) You know, Ian, that's one of the many reasons we love you. You're a gamer. You make any situation work. And uh, you're putting some pressure on that chair. And you know who else is experiencing pressure? Am I putting pressure on it? You have no idea. (laughs) And it's also the beauty of technology. There you go.
Okay, well, Ian putting pressure on that chair. The Phoenix Suns feeling some pressure. They make a deal. They're finalizing a trade with the Washington Wizards to get all three-time All-Star guard Bradley Beal for a package that is expected to include Chris Paul, Landry Shamit, and several second-round picks and a pick swap. And clearly, the Phoenix Suns feeling the pressure needed to get that NBA title. Ian, what was your reaction when you heard the news that the Wizards were making a deal with the Suns and the Suns were were acquiring Bradley Beal? I felt badly for Bradley Beal not being able to get done what he wanted to get done in Washington. You know, He's been talked about for a few years now, last two or three years, as a piece at every NBA trade deadline, you know, Where's Bradley Beal going? Is he going to be moved, right? I mean, where, where is he going to end up? Uh, does he want out of Washington? He didn't. He wanted to win there and just couldn't make it happen because the organization wasn't helping him put the pieces around a, a remarkable player to go and contend. Not for a title. I'm talking about for playoffs, right, just to get in and then give yourself a chance like the Miami Heat did. Mm-hmm. I mean, people forget the Heat, man, were in the play-in. One lost the first one, had to beat Chicago. Then Giannis gets hurt, right? Uh, and they make this remarkable run. Once you're in, who knows? I mean, all, all you want to do is get in. Bradley Beal rarely had that opportunity in Washington, but he really wanted to make it work. So my initial reaction when I saw this, Michelle, was, man, I, I felt badly that he was not able to accomplish what he wanted to in Washington because he comes across as a genuine guy that wants to win, not just for the person next to him in that locker room, but for the people in the stands, in that community. And it it really meant something to him there in Washington. And that chapter of his career and his life is now over, and uh, he moves on to try and go and contend for a chip, which there's no guarantee that a, quote, super team is going to win it in Phoenix. But my initial thought was, man – I felt badly for him because he couldn't get it done the way he wanted to in Washington. Since 2017, Ian Beal appearing in just 11 total playoff games. This certainly gives him a better opportunity for that alongside Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. But you mentioned a super team. ESPN senior NBA insider Adrian Wojnarowski. How about the Suns in this latest super team? I think this is going to be an anomaly. I think you see the way Denver built a championship team, the way they're maintaining it. Through the draft, a couple really smart trades. Aaron Gordon kind of was the final piece. Drafted well, developed, bring Bruce Brown in. He helps put you over the top. The top-heavy teams, that certainly was an era in the NBA. I think before we make a judgment on what this Suns team is going to be, let's see how they build out this roster in this offseason. Maybe this situation is going to be a magnet for veteran minimum players who can come in and they can build out some depth. Uh, but we'll know better once we get into July. That is one wrinkle in this, Ian. When you look at it on the surface, you think Booker, Durant, Beal, uh, a pretty talented trio there, certainly cementing them as a favorite when you're talking about NBA Finals and championship opportunities. But Whoa, whoa, whoa. You think favorite? No, one of the favorites. I would put Denver okay. up there. Right. Uh, and, yeah. you know, there's certainly... And you've Golden got, State. Yeah, Both ahead got, of Phoenix, in my opinion. The Celtics, the Bucks, the Heat, and the Lakers certainly in that conversation as well. But Phoenix had a depth problem last season, and this only makes them thinner. So I know that you make this deal if you're Phoenix because you're getting a talent like Bradley Beal and you're not having to give up a ton of assets to acquire him. But it's going to be interesting to see how they build out the rest of this roster. 
beyond interesting, Michelle, because I'm a big draft and develop guy. Look at the last three teams in the NBA to win the chip. Denver, their two core players, their two superstars, drafted and developed. One in the second round in Jokic, right? Look at the Warriors. We all know their story. Drafted their three core players and developed. The Bucks, Middleton, Giannis, two cores, drafted, developed. And then you, you as Walsh said, said there, you, you kind of mold around that. When I was covering the Utah Jazz back in the day, Jerry Sloan, the late great Jerry Sloan, taught me so much about the great game of basketball. And the biggest lesson, I, just two things I, I took away from him. One, the NBA draft, he works out guys, and he's looking at body language, mannerisms. How does this guy face adversity in a, in a high-pressure workout? Second thing, it takes – and I've told this story a million times, and I'll tell it again, and I'll tell it to the day I die because I believe it. There's a rare exception like the Detroit Pistons, you know, where they had – they didn't have the two greats a good and everybody else. They were a, a collection under Larry Brown with Rip Hamilton of a lot of good players. When you look at most teams that win an NBA title, it's two great players, a good player, and the rest of the roster. Jerry Sloan told me it takes two greats of good and then you're everybody else to win a title. Chicago happened to have two greats who are a little better than mine. And you look at it, and, he, and he's, it's pretty much spot on. Look at Denver, right? The two greats and the good, Aaron Gordon, and then the rest of the roster. Look at Golden State. The two greats, the good is Draymond, right? And that core guy. And then everybody else around them. The Milwaukee Bucks, the two greats, the good. It, it, it really is outside of that, that rare exception to that rule. Jerry Sloan is spot on. So you draft, you develop, and you go contend. Dream team, these super teams, like the Brooklyn Nets. What the hell did that get them? Nada. Zilch. Zero. Donut. Egg on your face. I mean, <laughs> swimming in feces, man. I mean, it, it was it was awful. You know, so now the Suns have put together this, quote, super team. How is it going to play out? you got to fill out the rest of that roster. Just because you garner and gather talent doesn't mean it's going to translate to a title. It's more often that the draft and develop teams went out over any franchise that tries to put together a super team. I'm Michelle Smallman. He's Ian Fitzsimmons, Canteen Carlin here on ESPN Radio. That was your progressive NBA snapshot brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Round out your protection with life, phone, and pet health insurance. All right, again, let's transition to the NFL. Here we go. (laughs) Doesn't that music just make you sit up in your chair a little more? Brings a smile to your away. face. <laughs> it's, it's right around the corner, college and pro football. It will be here before we know it. I don't know if Ian wants to sit up in his chair a little more. It's probably <laughs> uncomfortable. Cam, Actually, maybe if you like sit you. up a little more, it might help. You know? God. Actually, if you sit up a little more, it may put more pressure on it. I don't know if you want to risk it. You could pull your best uh, Dan Graziano impression and be on the Peloton bike. For 1,204 days? Yeah, in a row. No shot. <laughs> this chair, I mean, I'm I'm going to bet on it. I mean, it's some good old solid oak here. We'll, we'll be all right. 
It's made God for an 80 pound kid. It's, it's got 218 on it right now. <laughs> oh, man, Ian. All right, well, let's talk NFL. We're sitting up straighter in our chair. We're excited. The N- the NFL is going to be here before we know it. Let's talk playoffs. I want to know, Ian, as we open up the sleeper stable, if you're going to pick a horse that is your favorite sleeper team to make the playoffs, where are you laying your pennies? What hat am I wearing right now? That'd be the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. Where's my brother coach? At Carolina Panthers. I'm going to go with, well, first of all, and, and Graziano kind of mentioned this in, in joking when we talked to him earlier in hour number one here on Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio. But he's kind of right. Any sleeper team, one, has to come out of the NFC because the AFC is way too deep. But two, you can go to the entire NFC South and you might be right. So I'm going to go with, you know, Carolina and little bro, but not just because of my brother, but that defense is stout. Derek Brown is a rising star on that defensive line. They've drafted well on the offensive line. And Bryce Young, even as a rookie quarterback, I covered him a ton at Alabama. <laughs> he's just different. I don't care if he's 4'8 or 5'8 or 5'10 or 4'10. I don't care. <laughs> I never once saw him get hit hard. Not one time. I was calling the Arkansas game when he got hurt. And when Drew Sanders ran him down, it was a shoestring tackle on the right boundary and he landed awkwardly with his elbow out, and that's how you heard the AC joint in his right shoulder. It had nothing to do with a hard hit or his size. It was a freak injury. This dude has an innate sense to manipulate a pocket and avoid the big hit. Give me Carolina right now as a sleeper team to make the playoffs. Okay, you pick the Carolina Panthers, and your reasoning is... You know, because of the quarterback, you say you look at the NFC South and, and you can re- you can really pick any team and roll with it there. Am I, I wrong, this- Michelle? Look at the no. Saints with Derek Carr coming in. You're not look wrong. Look at Atlanta. Atlanta's much better with B. John Robinson as, as a he's one of my favorite players in college football from last year. He's on the all hug team. I mean, he's he's phenomenal. Love the guy. Atlanta is I mean, you, you take any team in that division. And you might be right. Dead serious. I'm not joking. It's wide open. I kind of feel the same way about the NFC North, which is my why my sleeper team is going to be the Detroit Lions. Now, I, hold on a second, young I, Listen, lady. I know where you're going with this. I know. Go let, ahead. Hear me out. Go hear ahead. me out. Hear me out. Go ahead. They, I, whatever Dan Campbell is pouring in my cup, I'm drinking it, okay? I am all in on Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions. I love their energy. I love their, I know you hate this word, I love their culture. They had a strong end to last season. I like their collection of talent. And, you know, Jared Goff, he's not a tier one quarterback guy, but he's proven he can get you through the playoffs and get you to a Super Bowl. The offense was strong last year, both on the ground and in the air. I just think the Detroit Lions are a team that is a force to be reckoned with in 2023. They're going to be biting kneecaps, Ian. How are they a a sleeper when most people are picking them to win the division? (laughs) Not everyone's picking them. That's where I'm going to clap back at you. Okay, but you could say the same thing about the Carolina Panthers. A lot of people are picking them as a team that could win the NFC South. They're saying the division's wide open. One person. I have not seen one person pick Carolina. (laughs) Okay, does it further my stance or cement my stance more because they're the Detroit Lions and they somehow find a way to mess it up. So picking them is inherently picking a sleeper because it's the Detroit Lions. 
Yes and no. But here's what's crazy about the upcoming NFL season. And every year, since 1990, this is not a trend. This is a statistical and historical fact that nearly half the teams that made the playoffs do not make the postseason the following year. And there's two prime examples from last season. Who had Green Bay missing the playoffs going into the year? Nobody. Hardly anybody. If you, and if you, you found somebody, they had to be a, a Detroit, Chicago, or Minnesota fan. That's it. Mm-hmm. As far as former players, analysts, experts, everybody had Green Bay in. Didn't make it. How many people had Jacksonville in the playoffs? And not just in, but winning a playoff game. Not me. Hardly anybody. And I love Trevor Lawrence, but I thought it was going to take much longer to clean up the Urban Meyer debris. So every year, go back and look at it. This is a a historic fact that nearly half the teams that made the playoffs last year will not make the postseason the following year. That's why we're talking about sleeper teams after mandatory minicamps. The first wave have ended, and you're going to be surprised. Come December, we're going to go, oh, my gosh, what is this team doing here in contention? That's why I give you damn near the entire NFC South because <laughs> right? who the hell knows is going to win that division. You're going with a chic team in Detroit. Chic? Yes. How is it chic? Well, it is a popular pick. It's popular. To be fair, everybody's they, talking about it. On Caesars Sportsbook right now, they're plus oh. 120. To win the NFC North, while the Panthers are plus three forty to win the NFC South, so I got to plus one twenty. That's here. it. That's it. For, 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 if, you're not, if you're not a wagerer, if you if you bet a hundred bucks, you get one twenty back on your return. And that's for the Lions winning their division. Yes, that is low. You thought oh. they were going to be minus money? No, I mean, what, what, mean when I say low, I thought they would be. Hold on, coming in about. Let's go back to January. I would have thought they'd be around plus 300. You bet 100, you get 300 back. That's where the Carolina Panthers are right So now. they're right. even less of a sleeper than you thought is what you're saying. Yes. So yes. Michelle's wow, pick just yes. got worse. Not great oh, come on, there. guys. Michelle. I didn't pick the Jets. <laughs> she basically cho- this is uh, the, the, the sleeper stable. She basically picked secretary is what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, if I'm going to bet, I'm going to win, boys. <laughs> Let's go, let's go genuine risk, right? Let's go 1980 Kentucky Derby where the Philly <laughs> came out, right, to go with Michelle and, and won it all. That's kind of what she's doing with, with the Detroit Lions. But, look, Detroit is – Jared Goff had a wake-up call after being traded from the Rams to Detroit, and he's kind of found a home there. You know, the defense has got to get better. Jameer Gibbs, I thought, was a spectacular draft pick by Detroit. They're going to line him up at a wide receiver in the backfield, in the slot – he is a remarkably versatile running back coming out of Alabama. He's going to be a home run threat for them. I like the Lions. Now, as far as a sleeper, Michelle? Come on. Eh. I think anytime you pick a franchise that hasn't had a lot of historic success, you're a sleeper. And never won a Super Bowl? Okay, Come on. I'll give it to you. It's a sleeper. There you go. Easy if it's if it's I'm Michelle Smallman. Coming up next, what does John Morant's camp think of his suspension? We're gonna tell you. Keep it here on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive 
eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. Breaking news regarding John Morant and the suspension. 25 game suspension to start next season. There will be conditions to his return. This has been extraordinarily penal mm-hmm. to Ja from a financial standpoint. Welcome into Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Michelle Smallman. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. And you can always get in touch with us on Twitter, at ESPN Radio. He's at Ian Fitz, ESPN. And I'm at M. Smallman. And Ian, we just heard the sound bites coming in. John Morant suspended 25 games to start the 2023-2024 season because of conduct detrimental to the league. After the NBA Finals, Adam Silver and the NBA announcing the suspension for Ja. And he had the first incident in March. He was suspended for eight games. He was seen on Instagram Live holding up a handgun while at a Denver area club. Then he had a second video come out May 14th. It was circulated on social media that showed him brandishing a firearm so when you heard that the suspension was going to be 25 games for John Morant did you think that that was enough or did you think it was too little uh I thought that it might be more I really did because remember you mentioned the first suspension and he had this very 
you know, which felt like sincere apology, and he's going to be better and surround himself, with, you know, with, with you know people around him that are, that are, and he's going to try and get, you know, make sure that everything in, in his life is on the straight and narrow to help the city of Memphis, the Grizzlies, his teammates, blah blah, and and, it, and himself, the man in the mirror. Well, what happens a few months later? There he is on a public highway with one of his guys videoing him and then po- one of his guys posting him holding a handgun on a public highway driving down the road and they post it to Instagram. So I, I really thought that Adam Silver might come down with even more than 25. Now I know former players, current players are going, man, you are nuts. 25 games is a truckload, is one of the – largest suspensions and fines we have seen from a monetary standpoint because he's not going to be paid for those 25. But I thought Adam Silver might even come down harder than that. I really did. And Jean Morant right now has got to find – one, he's got to jettison some people out of his inner circle. Mm-hmm. Like this Devontae Pack guy who was trying to fight the Pacers traveling squad you know, a year ago and – it was banned from Memphis Grizzlies games for a year. And he's in an SUV with, with Ja in the SUV, and a laser pointer is now pointed at one of the Pacers traveling squad. Now, it could have been a laser pointer. It could have been a gun. Who knows? Right. You, if you're in that traveling squad and you see a red dot on your chest, right, you're going, wait, what the hell is this? You don't know. And these are the guys posting – Videos of you with a handgun in public places, whether it's the nightclub outside of Denver or a public highway, wherever they were, Memphis or wherever they may have been. You, he has got to jettison whomever that is out of his inner circle. And that's not easy to do, but he needs to do it. And he needs to have somebody around him that's going to say, this is a bad idea. Don't do this. Coaches do it all the time on their coaching staffs. Nick Saban, Kirby Smart, two of the best, who will they want people on their staffs to tell them why this is a bad idea, why this scheme may not work. What you need somebody that's not a yes man mm-hmm. in your inner circle. Ja needs that right now. So was I surprised at twenty five games? No. I, I actually thought it might be a few more than twenty five games. I know current players, I know former players. Are going to say you're nuts? Say that to Adam Silver, who after Ja had the first run in, he promised he'd be better. Then it happens again. I thought it might be more. I thought it might be more as well, and I couldn't agree with you more about having his circle reevaluated. Clearly, there are some people in his life that do not have his best interest at heart, and it might be hard to separate for some people. But I'm hoping that this is a wake up call for him that he realizes. Show the hanger ons. They're he needs ons. to revamp. You, you just you got to have people around that are going to protect you from things like this, not put you in bad situations. But the thing, Ian, that I kept going back to with Adam Silver is this is a hefty suspension, not only in games, but in monetary loss for Ja. But he's walking a fine line between making a statement to Ja 
and the disrespect that Josh showed he and the league and his team, while also not punishing the the Memphis Grizzlies in a terrible way because this is their superstar and they did nothing wrong, the team, in this situation. And they tried to help Ja. They tried to put him in a better position. So if you're Adam Silver, you certainly have to weigh that as well. I, I want to punish this individual while not punishing the franchise too harshly. Great point, Michelle. But also remember this, that Ja Morant. Imagine that. Let me take it to, to everyone's world. Your boss calls you into his office because you screwed up royally and embarrassed not just yourself, but his brand of his company. And you looked him dead in the eye when he called you into his office and you said, I'm going to be better. I screwed up. I, I understand the punishment you're giving me. I am going to be better. I am changing as a person. Then a few months later, you embarrass your boss by doing it all over again. I'm fired. Mm-hmm. You're fired. Most people, whether you sell insurance, you're a nurse, you're a doc, whatever, you lay asphalt for a living. You do that, you're gone. Fired. So, and Jean Morant went into Adam Silver's office in New York City and basically said what I just told you. And then you come back a couple months later and and have a handgun driving down a, a a public highway where you're one of your inner circle posts at. I mean, what Mensa member is doing that? Knowing what John Morant just went through. Are you freaking kidding me? He's lucky it's only 25 games after everything I just told you. That's why I thought 25. Okay. He got off. Not easy, but Adam Silver could have come down harder on him if he wanted to, because that man lied to his face in his office, and that man happens to be his boss. But if we've learned anything, Ian, being in this industry, observing sports as a whole, it doesn't matter. Talent always wins, and John Morant has a lot of talent. So if this was a a player who maybe wasn't as good or didn't have as significant of a place in the NBA right now or with his franchise, maybe the suspension would have been different. But talent trumps talent everything in sports. Michelle, Mc- oh, let, go ahead. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. This is what drives me really insane, is that people in Jean Morant's circle are saying to him, the media is out to get you. The NBA is out to get you. Whomever, is that the same dude who posted the stupid videos of him with the gun telling him the media is out to get you? You're the one out to get him because you're the one that posted the video. The media is out to get you? Are you What? Get the hell out of here. But isn't that what you would expect? This this entire situation reeks of entitlement. It, it reeks of immaturity. So do you think that somebody who would put themselves in this position twice and the circle around him that would be put in that position twice would all of a sudden have the self-awareness to say, hi, it's me, I'm the problem, it's me? Of course not. They're not going to go full Taylor Swift. They're going to point the finger at everybody else because they (laughs) want to remain in the circle and they want to remain connected. They're never going to say, hey, dude, my bad. You know, maybe I'm putting you in a bad position. Maybe I'm not the best influence on you, and we need to take a beat. They're never going to do that, Ian. Come on. It, it is, you know, point the finger over here. Don't look over here. 
that that's what's going on. And Ja has got to make a very difficult decision because one or two of these guys, whomever it may be, in his circle needs to be jettisoned. And that is not an easy thing to do. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Michelle Smallman. And coming up next, it's NBA Draft Week. Can Victor Wembenyama be one of the best ever? We're going to talk about it. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and the ESPN app. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun, now streaming on Hulu. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Michelle Smallman. You're listening to Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Victor Wembenyama, Scoot Henderson, Brandon Miller, find out where they go in this year's NBA draft. Coverage begins Thursday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, on most ESPN radio stations and the ESPN app. Ian, it's time to play a little three and out. And speaking of Wenby, can he be one of the best ever? Here's our Andrea Carter from over the weekend on game night. Think about how many people are excited for every player that's getting drafted to their team, not knowing how it's going to play out. It's all based on potential. It's all based on what we've seen in the past. And that's kind of the special thing about the draft is there could be sneaky guys that you end up saying, wow, he was the best guy in that draft class, and no one actually knows it. I do think Wembenyama is going to be one of the greatest players we have ever seen. Bold words. Bold words, Ian. Damn. One of the best ever. Yeah. So Woj drops that on us at the you know, NBA Combine. Now Andrea's coming in going, one of the best ever. This dude hasn't laced him up yet for training camp. And we're talking about one of the best ever. That is immense pressure to put on a young guy. I don't care if he's coming out of high school here in the U.S. or from France. It is so hard to live up to that. Like Michael Olowokandi, remember he was coming out of Pacific, number one overall pick. Can't miss. You don't know. He stunk. He was a journeyman for like six years and then bounced. I mean, LeBron James, that's why I, I marvel at this guy. I, you and I were talking during the break, and, I, and I'll try to make this brief when it comes to Wimbanyama. LeBron, what he's been able to do after being the first high school star put on ESPN with Dick Vitale and Jay Billis calling his games. Herb Street and I, when I was living in Columbus, Ohio, we're at the Schottenstein Center where the Ohio State Buckeyes play. LeBron sold it out. The Buckeyes that year weren't selling that damn venue out. A high school player did, and he's lived up to the hype. It is so hard to do. So I hope Wimby is able to. I hope he's one of the best. But to anoint this young man before he's laced him up in training camp as one of the best to ever play, damn, Michelle, that's hard, man. That's a lot of that's a lot of pressure. Weren't we just talking about Zion Williamson in the same vein a few years ago? Great point. And like now we're talking about him maybe being year. on the move. I mean, you never know what's going to happen with someone's health, how it's going to translate uh, into the NBA. LeBron is the one 
that stands above the rest. He was the chosen one and lived up to the expectations and then some. He's the outlier. More often than not, it doesn't happen. And I hope Wemby can be that guy because I want to see it. But we talk about guys all the time being generational talents that maybe don't stick the landing on that. Patrick Peterson believes in his new team, new Steelers DB Patrick Peterson. He had this to say, Ian. He said, we know defense wins championships. We have talent across the board on the offensive side of the ball. And I believe the front office did a great job of getting what we needed in the draft. You know, it's all going to come down to how well Kenny can play, meaning Kenny Pickett, their quarterback, and he can put the ball where it needs to go. I believe he's a guy that we can rely on, a guy that we can count on. Now it's all going to fall on him if he can go out there and show us what he's capable Capable of doing everything you said is spot on. Next, <laughs> <laughs> it's one hundred percent true. It is you a lot of the successes are in his you hands. You ain't got a shot. Bottom true. line, end of conversation. He's not wrong, but to say that publicly, though, it's putting a lot of pressure on his QB. Going back to that 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 pressure word, right? Yeah, look, but he's he, he is right, and, and I don't know Kenny Pickett well. I've interviewed him a few times, going back to his days at Pittsburgh. I know that coaching staff at Pittsburgh very, very well. He doesn't mind those comments. As a matter of fact, Kenny Pickett's the kind of guy that's going to embrace those comments. He likes the pressure. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. All right. And finally here on 3 and Out, a contestant on The Price is Right, Ian, managed to score a prize and dislocate his shoulder at the same time. Stick with <laughs> me, okay? This was on Thursday. A player named Henry, he was so elated he won the game of bonkers. He heard his shoulder jumping up and down while celebrating – the host, Drew Carey, had to explain to the audience he wasn't able to spin the wheel after the injury, but luckily for Henry, his wife Alice was there. She stood in for him. She gave the wheel a spin, and she was golden. She also, like Kenny Pickett, liked the press pressure. She got a 95. She sent her husband right to the showcase showdown. All right. You want to talk about non-athlete? This is me at 51. <laughs> I would be the guy to hurt yourself while celebrating I mean, this is, you know, who was the kicker that was like, I mean, uh, it was one of like the, the like five brothers were kickers in the NFL. Grammatica. Tore, uh, Mar- Martin Grammatica tears his ACL while, 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 while celebrating a kick. This dude is even worse. I mean, that would be me on national TV. That would be me. But shout out to his wife for getting it done. Kitty would have rolled a five. We're, we're out. We're not, we're not making this showdown. No shot. Ian. Fun show. Thanks so much. Joe and Amber coming up next here. Keep it on ESPN Radio and, of course, always the ESPN That would happen to Joe. That would happen to Joe. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.